This is the Proceeds Initiative, and these are the points. I'm Chris Kent, and I'm joining Chris Bean. Hello, Mr. Bean. Hello, sir. Let's talk about our conversation, or your conversation, with Annie Margarita Yang. Uh, before we get into it, what are your, your initial thoughts, or first thing, anything you want to say about that? Because I, I really enjoyed our conversation, and she was very knowledgeable, very well-spoken, um, and the conversation was just a, a joy to, to be a part of. Yeah, you know, I was, I was, in fact, I was just telling you how, how it seemed like it flew by because, like you said, she n n was very uh, good with her answers, concise with them, and it was a good back and forth as far as the conversation went. So uh, we talked about being her being a Toastmaster or being a part of the Toastmasters program there towards the end, and, and I think that her communication skills were clearly on display in that interview for sure. Yeah, I guess we can start there talking about Toastmasters. Uh, I don't know about you, but and get, kind of talk about it in the the uh, the episode. But I I've heard of Toastmasters, but I've never realized the benefit that Toastmasters could be. And if she is any example of um, what a Toastmaster is like, then I'm going to go look up our local Toastmasters right now. It, very impressed, um, not with just her speaking, but her overall and, and even the message that she's 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 delivering is is is. Uh, great. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, and, and I asked her in the interview and I, I've heard, I've read lots of people who have talked about Toastmasters and in my head, I thought it was a, in fact, in my head, I thought it was a competition, a competition that you would go to and you, you, you do your, your speech and, you know, they grade you and you get this place or this place or this. And maybe, maybe that's part of it. I, I guess I don't know. Seemingly what, from what I read, that's how it was presented. But if it could, if it's a course, oh my gosh, yeah, that would be incredibly beneficial because like, like we talked about in the, in the interview, People are, uh, we go in, in, in university, we have a public speaking class, uh, a speech, speech, what is it? Speaking? Speech, speech, speech class. And it's not, you're not being taught how to, how to speak. You're just doing presentations, but you're doing presentations to like 12 people in the class that are your friends and, and, and the teacher is giving you a grade, but I mean, okay, that's not quite the same as being in front of a group of people, like, like a stadium of people and talking to them, that would be incredibly terrifying for like everybody. Somebody, it's crazy. This is the fact, but I've heard people say, and, and more than one person, that public speaking is the number one fear over death. Over death? You'd rather die than get up on the stage and say something in front of people? What? That's crazy. That's crazy. But seemingly that's the case because people they are, are terrified when it comes to talking to people in, in a group type setting. So an opportunity to face your fears, to confront the dragon, sort of say, and and get up there and talk to people, man, that would be incredibly beneficial. But on top of that, if the people in the audience are there for your benefit, that are have your best interest at heart, that are giving you feedback and things to do to improve, not only you have a curriculum that was designed so that you will improve, holy cow, yeah, what the heck? Why, why, why do we not know more about this? People should do that all the time. That'd be incredibly beneficial for nearly every area of their life because being able to communicate better is is huge, huge. Yes, sir. Uh, getting back to Annie, talking a little bit about her journey of, of how she started and where she ended up. She mentioned that uh, she worked a lot of minimum wage jobs and on the side she was uh, making money and, and at a certain point she, she switched to focusing on saving her money and then she did that for a real long time and was really good at it. And she took that and then from there began to seek accounting jobs without having a degree uh, for doing the accounting. And I think the most inspiring thing about that and the way that she uh, talked about it was that she knew she had the skill and the ability and she knew that she had 
traits and uh, the person that she was was someone people could rely on and she had good work ethic and she knew all those things. And even when guidance counselors and other people would tell her that she would never get a job because she didn't have her degree, she didn't listen to them because she knew who she was and she knew what she was capable of and she knew the knowledge and skill that she possessed and she persevered with that and uh, she pushed forward through that. And I thought that was awesome because um, even as she said in the interview, a lot of people would hear what someone else said, hey, you'll won't get this without a without a uh, degree. Oh, okay. Well, I might as well quit and just keep working minimum wage jobs for the rest of my life. But she knew herself and she knew what she was capable of and she used that to market herself and she worked hard to find a job and get into it and then continue to progress up and up and up. And I think the foundation of that was her self-confidence and, and the assurance of who she was and what she's capable of. And that's one of the main things, in my opinion, that helped put her in the position she's in now. I think we all can learn from that because I think we all have skills and abilities that uh, we too easily or too often let other people speak against or speak down on. Um, and that's just, it's, it's detrimental to us. Um, and so we can learn from her and from her story that, you know, we, we are more powerful or we're stronger than we think. And it's not always a good idea to let every passerby tell us who we are and what we're capable of. Um, because it just oftentimes might not be true or it might be an attempt to kind of hold us back. Yeah. And, you know, that I think was, I mean, of the many things that she does well at, I think that probably was her number one superpower was being able to take what somebody told her and let it be filtered by her own mind to say, yeah, I, I don't really put much stock into what you say. I don't believe that. That's not, that's not for me. Don't put that label on me. But like, what a what a fascinating way to do that because like like you said we're all told especially in school hey you can't do this you got to do this you got to do that okay great that you must know what you're talking about you're the teacher you're the guidance counselor i got to do what you say but she she did not she very much did not do that and not only did she not do that with a guidance counselor but for her recruiter and in, in in lots of different places across the board didn't let somebody else define what she could do or 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 couldn't do or was supposed to or not supposed to do and i think that you know again that was probably of the many things that led to her being successful, that was probably one of the the major things if I had to distill it down into something, because oftentimes we're told that we can do this, we can't do, you know, and, and we're letting other people kind of move us around. But if we can take control of it and do it ourselves, like, nah, you know, I, I don't really trust what you say. I'm going to do it on my own anyways. I'm going to prove you wrong. We would, I mean, that would be amazing. That'd be amazing. So I think that, you know, case in point, that was huge for her success I'm sure early on, but as she continued on, that was another major part of her success because she was able to just filter out the the negativity or the the criticism that somebody else was saying, or oh, you got to do this and, you know, trying to move her in, on somebody else's path. She kept her own path. Hugely beneficial. And she said, uh, we have the choice in what we listen to. And she also talked about not letting someone else set your own limits. So the people telling you you can't do this because of X, Y, Z, but knowing that you could otherwise, uh, it, it's powerful. And like you, like you said, Mr. Bean, to being able to kind of lean into that and, and push yourself farther than that is, is going to make a big difference, I think, in, in all of our lives. And so uh, we talked about um, jobs. We talked a lot about jobs, about finding jobs, keeping jobs, getting better at your jobs, moving on from your jobs. Uh, and one of the things that... Um, I, I really enjoyed hearing from her was the idea of having your nine to five with the purpose of, or the intention of using that to pay your bills 
and then having your five to nine using that to build your fortune and how we kind of get caught in this. Hey, I work nine to five. That's my job. That's where my money come from. That's where my money comes from. I have all this other time out here to do whatever I want to do. I might as well spend it watching TV or sitting around on my phone or doing nothing when really that's your time to, uh, as she said, find your calling, pursue your purpose. You know, you work this job to pay the bills and then all the other time you're not working your job, you can work a side hustle, something you actually care about. You can invest in yourself by learning. You can you can, can uh, better yourself by exercising or whatever it is. You know, we get caught up in this idea that we work nine to five and then everything else is just extra. But I think it's the other way around. The, the five to nine outside of outside of work is life. And then the, the job is just to pay the bills. Uh, and so again, I think that paradigm can be can be shifted. And I think that's something she's working toward and doing a good job of through her book and her videos and her her uh, interviews, her speeches, all this kind of stuff is is helping us realize the potential that we have outside of just work and even the potential we have to change work into something else. You know, she talked about the job she's working where she would work during the day and find that she had some extra time. So instead of sitting around twiddling her thumbs, she researched the software that she was using and she bettered herself which in turn bettered the company which gave her more free time and then she was able to be able to become more productive and find better ways to do things and she constantly tried to improve herself and make herself better and i don't i, I can't put words in her mouth but i don't think that was for her employer i think that was for herself she did those things to make herself better uh, and her her drive uh, was was unparalleled and, and she, it really has paid off because now she's able to do the things that are supposed to be for quote unquote 40 hours in significantly less time and then use the extra time to follow her passion, help others with financial um, financial life and, and create content and, and do things that she actually wants to do rather than being caught in this this endless cycle of, of the, the job, you know, and, and again, I think that's speaks to the person she is and we can all learn from that lesson and we can all learn from her life and, and kind of implement implement that in our own and and do some work and put some work in and 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 be consistent about what we're doing and, and kind of uh, really change our lives just by the perspective that we're doing and and shifting the paradigm of what we're told because again as she said we have the choice in what we listen to you know and i think the big thing for me the big takeaway from there was that nine to five, of course, everybody has a nine to five or, or somewhere in between there, but the five to nine. Now, we all, we talked about this uh, as far as the productivity went. Everybody has the same amount of time in the day. People just are able to do so much more than others because of the way that they spend their time. And so if your nine to five is set, can't change that, your five to nine is a variable. You can change that. You can make it to what you want it to be. And Probably you're spending a lot of time doing this on your phone instead of doing this and reading or, or learning or whatever else that you could be doing. And so I think that, you know, perhaps part of that is is being mindful about what you're doing and, and the things that you're spending your time on. And are the things that you're spending your time on useful, valuable, beneficial to growing you as a person? Or are they detrimental to you? Are they holding you back or keeping you stagnant to where you are? And with that in mind, what can you do to change and apply and, and, and grow? What would you be willing to give up to change, to, to, to critique a little bit so that you can grow and, and be on a better path than what you're on now? And I think that, you know, like, like she said, that, that nine to five 
we have that. But people don't realize that you have five to nine, the outside the work time that's for you to work on, on growing yourself, whether that's wealth for yourself or your, your mental fortitude or whatever it is, but that's for you or your family. However, you get to, you want to spend that time, you get to choose. And so I think, like I said, to, to be mindful that you have that and you can change that and you can mold that into something that you want to make yourself better, hugely beneficial. Yeah. What, what a good mindset shift. Any story was as completely covered in the ideas of continually working to get better, you know, finding ways to work faster, using all of the hours that she has and being able to plan her day to keep learning, to maximizing, uh, you know, downtime and getting full use out of everything. I think uh, that's something that we don't always do a good job at, but she is a prime example of doing a great job at that and how much it's benefited her. And again, not to say that she found a hack because I do believe that she actually worked really hard and does work really hard to have the life she does now. She talked about when she first started giving financial advice, you know, she's been doing it for 10 years, but by those years she did it for free. Like it, she did it for free because that's just the hustle that she had and the passion that she had. And it took the work to get her to where she is now. She has a lot of people telling her she just got a viral video on YouTube and became popular. But that viral video came after the five years of free work. And then there's more work to be done after she goes viral and, 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 and all the things that are entailed in that too. So again, it's, it's easy to look at her and say, Oh, well you just got lucky. But having talked to her and, and, and heard her story, it's all about work. She did the work and she found ways to work faster or work smarter, work better. And she never stopped and never stops now. I imagine either uh, trying to improve herself, make herself better. And that's a key thing that we talked about also in uh, talking about finding jobs for um, some generations or some people is that we get caught up in the idea that you need that qualification, you need that certificate, you need that degree or whatever it is. When really, case in point in her life, people are more concerned, not, not always, but more likely than not, people are more concerned with who you are and the attributes you have and your work ethic. And if you can show up on time and if you can learn things the first time, if you don't have to be told or reminded again what to do, if you, you know, like the, the attributes and the skills are a lot more important than these credentials all the time. And there's, there's ways kind of around not having a degree or there's ways that um, we can kind of uh, forgo some of those things because you're able to do the job and you're able to be taught and you're able to be a good worker or a good teammate, or whatever it is. And 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 she didn't let that stop her in any aspect of her life. And it's propelled her through her career and put her where she is now. And if we can just learn from that and implement that, implement that in our own lives, I think that we would all find that we start to skyrocket our potential and, and put the work in. We can, we can also kind of... Uh, uh, grow and progress in our in our personal lives and in our careers. You know, speaking of her work work ethic, I think that is incredibly inspiring. The to be the type of person that can fit forty hours into ten or fifteen hours because she did the work to organize it in such a way, and then to to organize it. What, what's the I'm at a loss for words. We'll say organize. To organize it in such a way that, oh, efficient. Organize in such a way that she was so, could be so efficient that she could condense that work time into a smaller and smaller time. I'm sure not for her boss's enjoyment, although I'm sure her, her, the, the people who she works for are incredibly beneficial to have her and us 
normal people, we would be propelled to new areas of, of, of opportunities if we could instill some of those things to us. And I'm sure throughout the time that she was doing that, that is, is monotonous work. And on top of that is, is extra pressure that she put on herself, that she was will, willfully put on herself to do more. And it's not like she showed up to work and, okay, I have, I have 40 hours to do this work, but it's going to take this much time. You know, it's going to take, you know, five minutes, to, you know, 10 hours to do this work, but I have 40 hours. So I'm going to, I'm going to milk this and just take a little bit of time and just make this take forever and ever. And no, she did all the work and, and got it done as quick as she could. And then went to her boss. Okay. Hey, Hey boss, what do I do now? Oh, well, I, I'm going to, I think that this would be beneficial. I'm going to, I'm going to research this, this software that we're using that I don't think we're using to the best of our ability and learn how we can use it better. Boss is like, oh yeah, that, that sounds like a good idea. Right. Why, why, why would you, why, what boss in their right mind would say, no, I want you to sit back in your office and, and stare at the paint because you're done. And, and I got to have you No, <laughs> of course not. They're going to do this work. Yes. Great. Or, Hey, I'm done with all this work. Do you have any other work? Yeah, sure. Here's the other work. And those are the people she is the type of person that when the boss is looking for somebody to move up the ladder, she's it. Those are the people who are going to move up the ladder first because they put the work in. And it's not because that they're, they're, they're expecting or waiting to move up the ladder, but it's because that's the type of work ethic. That's the type of person that, that she is. And if you, again, if we can strive to be that type of person, oh my gosh, that would be so beneficial to, to everybody, the, the, your, your employer, yourself civilization, society all around would be better if we could instill that type of work ethic uh, for ourselves. Yes. Go big or go home. That's right. Live that big life, which Annie is doing. And again, I think we can all uh, learn from um, her story and her perspective and the things that she can instill, not just about financials or finances. I mean, that, I know that's her her main drive, but just her story alone is, is inspirational in the way that she lived her life and lives her life currently and the person that she is and the person that she wants to be, I think that's the most inspiring. Now, I'm sure that there's plenty we can learn about finances from her and we can go and check her out on TikTok, YouTube, all that stuff there too. But um, again, I think her story and who she is is definitely the, the, the best thing about her and what we can learn is, is, is great. Yeah, I agree. Yes. And those are the points for this week. Make sure you uh, come back next week for more points and another great conversation. Until next time, I'm Mr. Kent. And I'm Mr. Bean.